Welcome to Community Chats, an interview series elevating the voices of community leaders in the Lafayette-Oxford University community, an initiative of the University of Mississippi Office of Community Engagement and the Lafayette-Oxford Foundation for Tomorrow. Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to another edition of Community Chats. My name is Erin Oath, the Assistant Director of Community Partnerships here at the University of Mississippi, and we are so excited to have you here today. Uh, Anthony Syracusa and Jody, uh, Jody Holland, my typical colleagues, are away today, so we have the honor of being joined by a special guest host, Will Corley, one of our talented undergrad student leaders. So welcome, Will. Thanks, Erin. So glad to be here. Yes, and you all probably know, but community chats come to you weekly. Our goal is to elevate campus and community leaders from our region and celebrate the good work going on. We want to know the stories of what's going on, how we can celebrate, and how you can plug in and be a part of it. Uh, if you'd like to be interviewed on the show or if you know someone we should talk to, please let us know. You can drop it in our Facebook page or you can email us at engaged.omes.edu. Uh, we want to celebrate people doing good work, and so if you know someone that we should celebrate, please let us know. Community Chats is an initiative of the Office of Community Engagement here at the University of Mississippi in close partnership with LOFT, the Lafayette Oxford Foundation for Tomorrow. Today, we are honored to be joined with Joel Amadon, Associate Professor of Secondary Education here at the University of Mississippi. He's also the leader of Amadon Planet, which I'm sure he'll share with us more about as we go on. Joel, welcome to the show. Oh, thank you. Thank you, Aaron, and, and the special guest hosting of Will. Thank you. Oh, this is, this is a privilege and a pleasure. Fantastic. Well, let's jump right in. Uh, would you start us off just by telling us a little bit about yourself? How did you come to Oxford Lafayette community? All right. Well, I'm a Wisconsin boy. I was born and raised up in northern Wisconsin. Dream was always to uh, go to the University of Wisconsin, be a Badger. I was a, was a Badger and uh, had an opportunity to go there and get my uh, degree in secondary education and was a high school math teacher in Sauk Prairie, and which was the home of Culver's. And for any of you familiar with the Midwest, the Culver's Butterburger, uh, where <laughs> it was founded, I was there and I actually taught a Culver. That's one of my claims to fame and gets people to pause like, whoa. But um, then went on to get a master's degree and a PhD all at the University of Wisconsin, again, Badger through and through, and getting the PhD, knew that, um, wanted to teach teachers, got excited about that while in my program and wanted to do that in a, uh, uh, an institution where I could then continue my, uh, my research and my work with teachers. And through, uh, I don't know, 28 applications across the country from Hawaii to New Hampshire, it uh, turned out that uh, there was a position for me here in, in Oxford, Mississippi, and it was a fit from the start. I mean, uh, my family committed to coming here without ever setting foot in, uh, in Mississippi. And ever since the day we got here, uh, from even just trying to find a, a house in Oxford in July uh, and finding one was, was amazing. And then just from there, it was, a, it was a, the welcome mat was out for the Amadon family. So we've uh, been here ever since and love being a part of the community. And love this uh, the, the the message behind this podcast, like to talk about the good stuff happening within the community. This is amazing. So good. Awesome. That's great to hear, Joel. Um, so you talked about your journey coming to the university. I would love to hear sort of the origin stories behind um, Amadon Planet. Can you talk a little <laughs> bit about that? Yeah, and uh, it's a little bit of a weird story. But uh, so when I was doing my master's program, we had a uh, 
one of the instructors on uh, doing technology uh, was said, hey, just if you want to use anything technological to make your teaching better, go ahead and do it. I got into making videos. And so I was making videos on, um, uh, on math groups. I'm like orienting my students to how do you best work within a math group? And I used the, uh, like the crocodile hunter as my theme for my math group to like talk about different roles within a math group. But anyway, then it ended up, uh, you know, inspiring me to like find a logo to begin. And there was Animal Planet was really big. And so I made it and it was an easy move into Amadon Planet. And then I, so I had this image that I started put in front of uh, PowerPoints and just, I don't know, I thought it was cute and neat. Well, one of my doctoral professors thought it was uh, like, he's like, what's the point of that? Like, and he just asked me like, what is the point of that? And I'm like, I didn't really have it besides, you know, trying to look, cool but it, it didn't actually look cool in, in hindsight and he's like it should mean something and so if you now look at my uh the logo for amadon planet it does mean something like the colors that are used when it are my badger cardinal and white that represent like where i came from and what i'm part of and then amadon planet became my handle and then i had a website amadon planet where i would send people if i was doing a presentation or um and people wanted my slides well it was really hard to email powerpoint slides i'm like well they're going to be on amadon planet so you can go there you can find those slides and there's could be some other stuff and so it became like this unifying thing for the work that i do and thinking about that and thinking my own my research and i kept thinking like well what is this thing that amadon what is amadon planet about and it's about teaching better and really that's what it came out to like thinking about teaching better my, my interest in is my research interests and my things that i do in my teaching of teachers is thinking about leading people to love others through teaching. And so that's what Amazon Planet is all about. And then I've always wanted to start a podcast. And so then now that's the next sort of uh, um, way that Amazon Planet is being put out into the world is thinking about the Amazon Planet podcast. And we interviewed, um, we've interviewed instructional leaders, we've interviewed authors, we've interviewed uh, we just interviewed my cooperating teacher from 20 years ago, Joe Dye, who is a treasure wow. that I learned. I mean, when I think about everything that I learned in uh, about becoming a teacher and I was having a conversation with, again, 20 years ago, I was in his classroom. And it's like so many things that I have that I do in my classroom. And I mean, not humble brag, but I've been awarded for my teaching in the classroom. It's all from him. And the thing is, I don't want his I mean, and he had many student teachers. And like the podcast becomes a way to then share that knowledge that I was lucky enough to be a, uh, to gain in his classroom. And now I get to share it. And so that's, that's kind of the thing of the podcast is I, I, you know, get to share things with my teachers in classrooms, but now that my classroom becomes the world, really. I mean, if anyone wants to listen to that podcast, they can get access to Joe Dye. And I would highly recommend if anyone gets a, a, an opportunity to hear that, to, listen to Joe Dye. He's just an amazing person. But there's so many other people like even Rick Balkan in our uh, counseling department. Um, he made a book called Practicing Forgiveness, which is awesome. It's put in square books. But then we also had a conversation. I'm like, where'd the origin of that come from? And it's like those sorts of things like in thinking about what, what can practicing forgiveness help us to think about how to teach better. And we talked about it on the podcast and he was great. And so again, getting a chance to share those things has been a part of what Amadon Planet is all about. Wow, Joel, uh, that sounds so exciting. And it kind of ties into this next question, but I just want to pull out, you said so many rich things that I know I'm still pondering in terms of teaching teachers how to teach better, how to love their students through teaching. Um, would you just speak a little bit more to that in the mission behind uh, Amadon Planet? 
Yeah, I mean, I mean, you know, leading people to love others through teaching. I, I, we talk about in our department about our undergraduates coming up with this philosophy statement on their teaching. And that really, it was from my own undergraduate and thinking about a philosophy statement on my own teaching. And, you know, so constantly using that as like this backbone um, for what I do so that I can help make decisions about so it, basically it's philosophy and practice right hand in hand and like they refine each other and so um the coming up with this idea of well my dissertation um was about teaching mathematics as agape or agape unconditional love and so thinking like well, what would it look like to teach math as an act of unconditional love and all of you out there are like you have that maybe that not so great relationship with mathematics and that's that's why i mean right there's and we need i mean we all know this we need to have a great relationship with mathematics and thinking about how do we start there and thinking about well what would i do in a classroom to think about how to teach math as an act of unconditional love and and so there's several facets i've got a paper on it if anybody wants that but i don't think everyone want to go deep into that but then thinking about oh what what is the expression of that within uh now in teaching teachers how to teach math. So what is the expression of that in the math methods class and thinking about, you know, we want our students to our, our students who are going to be teachers or our pre service teachers, let's call it just call them their teachers, they're out in the field teaching, they're teaching my kids. Um, and thinking about, well, what does it look like for them to do that? And what does it look like for, um, for them to have a great relationship with mathematics that they can see math within the community and within themselves and they can analyze and question the world with mathematics and they can imagine a better world with math and so think about that from a you know teaching math perspective but then also thinking about it from a just a general teaching perspective that you know i i don't think there's a a better social lever that we have than teachers i mean you think about like the influence that a, a great teacher can have and so if i can leading people to love others through teaching and seeing what's possible in the classrooms of, of teachers and and not only thinking about teaching just within classrooms and professional educators but parents and you know a lot of the people that you talk to on your podcast there's so i mean even like uh think about tutors that are working out in the field or even just parents or uh people that are <laughs> dr fauci uh, teaching us all about what it means to wear a mask i mean he's a teacher as well you know you think about all these people out there that are that are thinking about teaching and so trying to provide an avenue uh, to do that and providing support for it because we need to love on our teachers so they can love on those that they teach. That's great. Thank you. Um, so inspiring. Yeah, absolutely. Um, well, that, well and then, uh, let me just, uh, sorry, I, sorry, Will, I didn't mean to interrupt, but I mean, yeah, I mean, and we could probably, each of you could probably name a teacher that has inspired you and you think about how much that meant to your trajectory and like, mm -hmm. And we need we need more teachers, but we also need to uh, encourage those that have chosen to be in this profession too. Sorry, Will, I didn't mean to interrupt. No, no, you're fine. Um, you know, this is this is all about you and your work. So say whatever you like. Um, can you 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 speak on you know these relationships that that teachers build with their students and with each other? Can you talk about you know the people you work with, um, either in the Department of Education in the School of Education or um, with Amadon Planet. Talk about the your team there. Got a variety of teams. Um, <laughs> but I mean, you know, I guess I, I've talked to um, 
my number one partner, I guess, in the School of Education is Anne, Moreau, Anne Monroe, Dr. Anne Monroe. We've been on actually another uh, podcast for the um, uh, for the University of Mississippi, the Chit Chat. Uh, that's another uh, podcast that the university puts out. Um, and I always say, like, she's the she's the uh, she's uh, my Batman, and I'm Robin. And we've done a number of things with regards to thinking about uh, her interest area of interest is shame, uh, and thinking about how do we uh, negate shame within classrooms. And so I think about from a math perspective, when we were talking about some of those relationships people have with mathematics, so we made a great partnership. And so then we work with uh, uh, Candice Cook, who's a, a student here at the University of Mississippi, but also the math local math coach in Oxford School District. And, and so we're doing some work that way that we can then see, you know, Candice is doing some of that work with working with teachers in her in the school district for, um, I think she's uh, like sixth grade and down. Um, and so those sorts of partnerships uh, have been great. I also uh, partner with uh, the Reclaim Project uh, over in Marks, Mississippi, and they're doing some great things with virtual tutoring in trying to make sure that, uh, and so it's giving, it, in our current situation, it's giving some of our teacher candidates here who are limited in their interactions by the local school districts and being able to go in. Usually our juniors would be out there getting field experience. And now they're offering this virtual tutoring experience. So some of our juniors, um, uh, some amazing folks are taking advantage of that uh, additional experience to not only uh, serve the community, but also get some chance interacting with local kids and uh, that, you know, getting to build relationships with them and figuring out how best to help them in their studies and help them reach their goals as students. And so um, that's another partnership. Uh, and, you know, usually, and this is, there's nothing really fancy about this in, in a typical environment, I'm hanging out in schools. And so I, I uh, the one thing is, uh, I've got kids and that kids provides you access to schools. And so usually I would hang out in Oxford schools and whatever classrooms they are. And uh, I think uh, we just talked about Della Davidson earlier before the podcast started. And you know, hanging out in Della Davidson and being there to like have lunch with my kid and then go hang out in the math classroom and provide some sort of assistance. It's great because not only one, we have a lot of our teacher candidates are hired within the Oxford School District. And so these, it doesn't sound fancy just going out and hanging out in a math classroom, but then you get, when you hang out in these common space or these community spaces, like one, I'm interacting with teachers that I've had, they're talking about, uh, you know, graduate programs or they're talking about, hey, is there, you know, what resources are have for this issue? I'm, I mean, just being there and being present and seeing what the, what things are, um, what things are happening, what the needs are for them, not only one makes me a better teacher educator, but also I think pr helps provide services to those teachers who are part of broader networks as well. Um, I don't know, there's, I don't, in thinking about the question too, and, and I don't have a lot of like official partnerships. I just thought like there's people doing good things and I want to help them yeah. continue to do good things. So if there's resources and things that we could be a help to, and maybe this uh, podcast is another way to reach out to some of these like kind of loose partnerships to help uh, provide resources and or um, uh, needs uh, is always a, a good thing to, to have those sorts of um, uh, availability to do that. So I like to provide, my big thing is to provide space for teachers to do good work. And so if there's needs that can be met, we, we try to meet them here, here in the Department of Teacher Education. Oh, fantastic. Well, are there any particular specific programs or initiatives that you wanna highlight for our listeners? Yeah, um, so there's the, um, well, I, I did wanna talk, and this feels like a shameless plug, but 
for those that are in a teaching of math teachers, so those like a, a, a math coach or even some of our university supervisors, we have another podcast called the Teaching Math Teaching Podcast, which I host uh, with some some researchers or some uh, professors from uh, Sam Houston State, that's Dusty Jones and Ava Thanheiser from Portland State. And we talk and we're, we're sponsored by the Association of Mathematics Teacher Educators, exciting group of people. And uh, <laughs> we talk with, you know, those that are involved in the teaching of math teachers. So that was anywhere from a clinical instructor like Joe Dye, um, you know, someone who, you know, works with our, worked with a field experience teacher to all math coaches, anyone to provide them support uh, in what does it mean to be in that role? Because sometimes we have teachers that get moved into those roles and all of a sudden they're like, well, what does it look like to do that sort of thing, right? What does it look like to all of a sudden not just be teaching my students in the elementary level, but to teaching teachers how to teach those students? It's a little bit different, right? It gets very meta very quickly. And so thinking about what is that role? So that's that's one project that I, I would like to highlight. Um, I mean, the Amazon, Amazon Planet podcast or the Amazon and just the whole idea behind Amazon is about, again, leading people to love others through teaching and have tried to leverage some of those things to highlight uh, what people are doing. And so it is about having, you know, like conversations with an organization like 410 Bridge, who's doing some great things, I think, from uh, from a perspective of helping without hurting, right? So engaging in healthy relationships with community organizations that then those sorts of, you know, relationships, it's not about um, and, and, and I'll, I'll be honest, like to, you know, sometimes seeing how we at a university, even from, let's say we as a department might go into a place and say, Hey, we're going to provide some services and here's what you you know need to do in order to do that. And it's like, well, did we even know that those services were needed for the place that we're trying to provide them to, or did we even think, and that's where the hanging out comes in, right? You need to hang out to build those relationships to see like, how can we work side by side with those places rather than dictating? So like highlighting places like the 410 Bridge or the Reclaim Project or other things like that, that I think work well within communities that are actually a part of communities that uh, the work is being done in. And so um, I guess from my perspective is maybe we as a university could hang out more. I guess maybe that's my big project is like, we need to hang out in communities more to be a part of them and work side by side with them, maybe rather than dictating what happens. And I know that's, it's more maybe part of a bigger question than the, the, you know, publisher parish and got to write grants and to, to survive in this world. Maybe it's about how can we slow down a bit and, and build in those, those spaces to hang out with communities so that we can work side by side with them. Again, that's why I like, I love what, you all are doing over there. Um, it's, I, I think it's fantastic about building those relationships so that we can work well with communities. That's what we want to do, bring the university and community together Yeah. Uh, to come alongside each other. We're right here. And that, and, and it takes time. And that's what, that's the thing. It does take time. Mm -hmm. I mean, I feel like, uh, you know, um, I don't have a big grant behind my name. I don't have anything, but like, I think I have relationships and that's taken a while. And like, you know, for, for someone from Wisconsin, you know, coming down to Mississippi and now I feel, I, I feel like I'm a Mississippi kid now. And, you know, and trying to, trying to think like, what does it mean to be an Oxonian? What does it mean to be a part of the university of Mississippi? What does it mean to support, you know, people that are doing the good work here? And it took, takes a while to build those relationships. So just, you know, to have some patience do that. And then to think like, how can you work side by side with them? So again, Thank you for the good work. Yeah, that's awesome. I love the I love the idea of 
of hanging out with the community. I, I like that, yeah. that analogy there. Um, so in doing this work and building these relationships, like you're talking about, um, undoubtedly you're going to come across some barriers, some challenges. Um, can you speak to some of those challenges? Um, what have you experienced? I think I, I mean, I talked a little bit about, I mean, it is about, well, our faculty activity reports are due soon. It's like, you, you need to show some productivity, right? You need, and, and sort of like honor some of the work that's being done. So, I mean, I, I think my department uh, has been really good about honoring some of that work and, you know, I mean, really being uh, honest, like, even if it's like, well, what counts, right? What counts as, as work, as scholarly work, you know, from a strictly like academic professional sort of perspective. And then thinking about, well, how can we open up time in order to, again, develop those relationships? Because it, it does take time to do this. And so even uh, honoring some of the, the time that I've spent, you know, uh, volunteering in classrooms and volunteering in places like, and I believe my department has done that and which has been good. Um, and so, but I think other places, maybe, maybe that's not the case. And so those can be barriers also just, um, and this is maybe why it does it take time is because some, sometimes there has been relationships that have not occurred with the right intentions and maybe you know and i don't know maybe and so like you have to be care again careful with that that relationship is like a, a beautiful uh flower that you hold on to and it's like to honor that and so there might have been times where it has not been honored so it, it takes a little bit more time in building those relationships with a school or a, a classroom um, and or even an organization and so again um <laughs> I think it's a common theme here about these relationships but uh that we need to think about because uh, i've i've interacted with places where it felt like they got burned by uh, another uh relationship and so and not burned but just like they're a little leery about getting into a relationship which is which is fine it, we all should i mean just making being careful but thinking about how do we honor those relationships within our community and working well with them and making sure that what we're doing is is best for best for everyone, right? So. So you haven't used these terms, but they resonate with me a lot with what you're saying, the strong sense of calling that you have in working with teachers and teaching them, and then the sense of stewardship, our responsibility along the way. Um, what keeps you going in doing this work? What, what are some of the things that drive your motivation and pull you into this, even when it's tough? Oh my goodness. So the best way that I've found to teach teachers how to teach is to let them teach. And so right now I'm teaching um, two sections of EDCI 353. It's a junior level course where they're learning how to unit plan and lesson plan uh, for the first time and, and really thinking about who am I teaching? How do I, how do I, what am I teaching? And then how best to build a relationship between students and content, right? And so how to develop that. And they're trying things and, and it's, that's that's my fuel in my gas tank is interacting i think we right now we have like i think 34 students 30 about about 30, about 35 students and i'm getting to see them do this do this work and getting excited about it and seeing what they can do and maybe falling on their face but then reflecting and think like how can i do it better and like seeing that seeing them do it and then also you know because <laughs> I, well, right now, Claire uh, Fern, she used to be Claire Reard, and now she's Claire Fern. She just got married this past summer. Um, she has been the teacher of two of my kids. 
and get to have conversations uh, with her about her teaching and seeing her growth. It's just, it's more fuel in the tank. I mean, my tank gets full all the time by seeing the questions my these teachers are asking, how they're trying to improve. I mean, and especially considering the this past year and thinking about all the great work that they're doing mm-hmm. and then how, and seeing that and seeing what they're doing, how they're persevering and like seeing the amazing thing this teacher do, that's my, my tank is, is topped off. So, um, but we can, and again, but thinking about how can we love on our teachers? So maybe just a call out there. So uh, if you know of a good teacher out there, maybe uh, send them a Starbucks gift card or something like that. That could be a, a great thing, <laughs> you know? Yeah, for sure. Both my mom and my sister are um, middle school teachers. So I get that. Go thank a teacher, everyone. Oh, I know I like you, Will. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> so uh, for the people that are watching and listening to this, um, how can they get involved with um, the work that you're doing? What, what can they do to help out? Well, I mean, I'm trying to be more responsive with the content of Amazon Planet. So there's, if you go to AmazonPlanet.com, there's three simple steps. There's about listening to the podcast, responding to needs. Maybe there's things out there that uh, we could be doing with the work with Amazon Planet. Um, and so there's a there's an email of, or there's a form there that people can fill out. Um, and trying to trying to think like, how can we better live out this mission of uh, leading people to love others through teaching? And so I am open to ideas, but then also too, it is maybe about listening to teachers, seeing what teachers need, um, and not just saying, hey, let me know what you need, but maybe even ask like, hey, I'm, I'm noticing that you, uh, for example, third grade reading gate, right? The third graders, uh, I think they might've suspended it this year, but in the future, like if teachers are not, or if students are not reading at third grade level, that there's a law about them uh, not uh, progressing. So maybe it is about just going in and listening to a kid read right? And having that personal connection about, you know, in, I don't know, maybe they can do it virtually now too, but like things that you can do to help a teacher out. And it's not just about organizing the parties or which are important. We need to do those things, but maybe it is about, you know, uh, if you're someone that is a, uh, enjoys mathematics, right? To be that model for, uh, to engage with uh, what teachers are doing and, and help them out in their classrooms. I mean, and thinking about what are the ways that we can help our teachers, um, I think that's the biggest call and to listen to them, engage with them and, and to, um, again, work side by side with them. And I think that's the bigger call. Uh, and if we can organize some of that work through uh, Amazon Planet, we would love to do that as well. So if people have ideas, we're always open to feeling them. So, all right. Well, Joel, we call this our one minute moment, and we're just going to give you a minute to share any final takeaways or drive home any message that you particularly want to say uh, to people that are listening here in the Lafayette Oxford community or around campus. Wow. I think it is about loving on your community, right? And think about who's doing good work and how can you sit side by side with them and use the gifts you've been given to serve it, you know, and to think about how have you been made up? What are the things that you have that are um, aptitudes that you can use to help your community become a better place? And it just, uh, to think of like, I like hanging out with teachers. I like to uh, coach. I like to listen and I like to talk about this stuff. So, hey, I figured out a couple different ways that that I figured out how to get a couple different ways I can pour back into my community and 
just helping people figure out how can they best serve their community and they have these gifts that they can use and just help figure them out and uh and put them to use good things figure out what gifts you have and find ways to use them to love on your community thank you so much joel this has been such a great conversation it's been so inspiring and i know our teachers we just want to give a shout out to all of our teachers who are listening who do such great work in and out of the classroom in incredible situations. And that's certainly been true in this pandemic. Uh, they have been adaptable and flexible and working in less than amazing. ideal conditions. Yeah. <laughs> so amazing. love on a teacher today. Um, but right. thank you so much, Joel, for spending time with us. This has been wonderful to have you on Community Chats. Thank you so much for sharing about your work and reminding all of us the, the calling that comes with being an educator. So thank you for the work that you do. Oh, thank you. Thank you for the opportunity. And thank you to all of you for listening and tuning in. Um, please like, comment, share this feed. We want to spread the word and encourage some teachers today. So stay engaged, stay safe, and we'll see you next time on Community Chats. Thank you. This podcast is brought to you by the University of Mississippi Office of Community Engagement and the Lafayette Oxford Foundation for Tomorrow. Tomorrow.